you guys. It's your girl underscore as told by Ashley. A little bit of voguing for you tonight. Nobody saw it coming. That's because I don't have any common sense. I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves and then we're going to get right into it. <laughs> Hi, you guys. This is your girl, Ash Nicole, plus size model of the group. I'm here for body positivity and women empowerment. Hey, it's Dawn, also known as Thoughts of the Plus Size Cutie on Instagram. You can go to my page for funny memes as well as body positivity. Hey, what's up, uh, family? It's your boy, Original. Uh, definitely check out my page if you're about wealth building uh, and building business credit. And once again, that's original underscore knockoff on IG. Thank you. Ash, did I do it right? Yes. Oh, oh, killing them. Yes. Man. Tearing it down. They're not ready for it. They're not ready for it. We weren't ready for it. Feel free to comment if I did it right. If you say no, you're a hater. You guys. We weren't ready for it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I like to surprise the masses. Um, So we're going to have an interesting subject tonight. Um, I'm going to let somebody else ask the question. um, Unless you guys want me to ask the question. Always. It's your thing, boo. Okay, so if I get the question wrong, just just let me know. The question is, do you attract, attract fucked up people because you're fucked up? Basically, are you what you attract? It's basically saying, are you what you attract? That was the question. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think that was the right words, but hey. Are you what you attract, baby? Yeah, but same difference, I guess. Are you what you attract? <laughs> Let's find out. Are you? Am I? Yes. Are you? I am what I attract. Um, there are phases in my life that I go through, you know, and you know when you're growing, you have certain moments where you put out certain energies so you're either going to draw people to you or you're gonna pull them away like they're, they're not gonna be, they're be like nah that that's not for me and I think that I have attracted certain people in the time frame of which my life existed I noticed that when I was not working on healing myself I had more chaotic individuals around me. And that goes for lovers or relationships, as well as friendships. Um, Some of the shadiest people I ever befriended in my life were uh, directly after my divorce up until about 2019. Shadiest bitches ever. I mean, I could tell stories for days and y'all would be like, what, huh, what? I mean insane shade and just drama and it's because I wasn't getting a handle on myself enough to say that's not gonna work for me you get what I'm saying I still had so much chaos going on in my personal life that I was trying to work out and sort out so there you go therefore I attracted crazy ass people and then once I started getting myself together and I started putting in check what they could and couldn't do. Guess what happened to the crazy ass people? They did. They didn't like that one. So 
No, I agree. I think I want to agree. And I know that that sounds crazy because, you know, we all have different things that we've gone through in life. But I would say whenever I was in the midst of just not understanding, not knowing myself, I wanted to be, I seemed to always attract people that I had to fix. So before I, okay, so before that, when I was younger, I attract people that were more reserved and more, you know, quiet and shy. And then as I got older, I started to attract the wild child, like the people that were just loose and doing whatever and didn't have no control. Didn't So it was like reserved and out of control. And now I see that I'm growing inside of myself and that I'm presenting an aura that is attracting more you know, of the, it's so cold up. Is anybody else, are you laughing at me, sir? I thought he had gas. Oh, yeah, because that was going on. His face is all the way off. Hold on. Rewind. Right. Did you find something funny, sir? Don't worry about me. My mind is just in the gutter. Go yeah? Ahead. Get out the gutter. Go ahead. My mind was somewhere else too. You want to share something with the class, Michael? Mm -hmm. Right. AJ and Mike are two two Mm -hmm. men of the group. Did I say something? No. By all means. By all means, ma'am, just know that I'm listening and hanging on every word. Please proceed. Okay. So now I attract some more of the, um, I guess. I attract such a wide range of people right now. It's not even funny. I don't even know what I'm giving off, what look I'm giving, what energy I'm giving, but it's a wide range when I say wide, it's wide. I'm with you on that one, Ash. Like my range of attracting people right now is so I don't know what the hell it is. I have no idea. So I agree and disagree at the same time that we are what we attract. Like to an extent, yes, when you start getting certain people and growing in life, you do get a better quality of people as you grow. But at the same time, you know, you're going to get the messed up people still attracted to you too, because everybody likes good vibes. Everybody likes that feeling. So you're just going to get a range and you just got to learn how to, you know, weed through the bullshit, basically. (laughs) The thing, when you're growing, then you'll know who to pick mm-hmm. up and who to leave where they're at. Exactly. So you find the same quality of individuals, but you know which flowers to pick out of right. the bush. Mm-hmm. I'm also a fan of that. Like when your ex comes back, sometimes God sent him back just to see if you were still stupid. I'm a fan <laughs> of that phrase because I think that happens sometimes. Some people come back to you not because they were supposed to be there. They just check and like, did you learn your lesson? Did we learn from no. your past mistakes? Yeah. And sometimes that answer is no. No, I did not. <laughs> Yeah, I always do. I, I kind of think it's more, I mean, it's, it's, it's twofold, man. Let me, so let me give you the first half of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, you, you not necessarily are who you attract. I think you are who you accept. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes, uh, we were sitting and we were talking to my man, Johnny Prince, the other day. And what my man said was profound. I dig it. I said I was going to get a shirt with it, but I'm married. I guess I don't need the shirt. But what he said is he said he often tells women, I am what you need. 
I may not be what you want. Okay. And Amen. I think, I think, I think that's profound and I think it's huge. I think a beautiful woman is going to attract a wide array of men, but mm-hmm. if you are broken, you're going to accept the broken man. If you are in a bad place, you're probably going to accept the man who's also in a bad place. So that was not necessarily who you attracted. You also attracted a man who could blow the wind and put the wind in your sails, but that's not who you wanted. For whatever reason it was, it was not who you wanted. So I don't think it's necessarily in that particular case, uh, you are who you, you, you are who you attract. That's not always true, right? You are who you accept. And I, I think that's, that's a fact. But then I think the other piece of that is, uh, once you mature and you deal with, you know, men who are of a certain age, I think men who are a certain age look at a woman's swagger as well. Just like women look at a man's swagger. I think men who are of a certain age do look at a woman's swagger. And I, I often think that we can tell when a woman walks in a room, I don't care if she's BBW. I don't care, you know, what, what the body's looking at like or anything like that. It's about how she carries herself, how she commands a room right? How, how she, who she is when she enters that room, what type of confidence, what, what's her confidence level, right? Uh, those are kind of the things that, you know, we're, we're looking at. And at that point, if we feel that we're in a certain, certain status in life, what we realize is she's my queen, you know what I'm saying? Or she can be my queen. So at that point, in that particular case, uh, oftentimes you are who you attract. That's why oftentimes I'll tell, you know, women and men, who are, who are looking. And, you know, they, you know, my sister is funny. She always says to me, uh, you know, y'all always talking about his good men out there. But every time I ask one of y'all good men, uh, if y'all got any friends, y'all say, nah, you, you don't want to mess with them. <laughs> but oftentimes, oftentimes, you know, as I said in the show, uh, oftentimes good men do run in packs, but a lot of times, you know, we're married, you know, just to be, be 100% honest. But uh, what I will say is this, I think I always tell people, are you where you want to be in your status in life? Have you reached the pinnacle? Are you everything it is that you desire to be? And if, if the answer to that is no, then you're not the person that you attract or the person that you accept, they're going to be trying to figure shit out too. Right. Mm. So you have to be aware of that. And I often tell people, you know, reach your, reach your level first. And I promise you, the person that you want and the person that's for you, the person that you attract and the person that you accept, they will all be the same thing. They will be the exact same thing. So, you know, that, that's a twofold answer for me. I know I went the long way around, but it's a twofold answer for me. I kind of disagree with that last statement. I don't think that anyone dies in perfection. There's always something you can learn throughout, through the, you know, on the way. Um, but, You know, I had told my partner this before, um, and I, this is my theory of it. And I explained this to him. I said, you know, a lot of times men, especially they see a good woman and they think they have to be at a certain place before they can move forward, trying to pursue her. And I personally feel that with either sex, the ones that end up in happy relationships where they're loved unconditionally is not because they 
um, wanted that relationship is because they believe they deserved to be loved. They believe they deserve to be treated the way that they're being treated. And the minute that you think you have to be at a certain place before you can make those moves, that's kind of where you fall flat. Now, I'm not talking about if a brother is listening to this and you know, you know, you broke, dead, dead broke. Ain't had no job in mad long years. Like, literally, come on. That's a different situation, right? You know what I mean? On your mama couch. Like, no, that's a different situation. But when you are working towards something for yourself and you see someone and you have an interest in them, then if you believe that you deserve that, then go for that. But that, like you said, with women in their confidence, that's what goes along. That's why a lot of times guys... Just like with females, guys will be like, how he bag her. Remember, everybody was so shocked about Jermaine Dupree. What? I could have shot my shot. No, you couldn't have shot your shot because you never believed in yourself, goofball. And that's where you went wrong. Confidence overrules so much. You know, um, I always say, you know, what is it? Sapiosexual. I'm so attracted to intelligence. That is such a big thing for me. If you have more, you know, yeah, I'm struggling with looking at myself today. I fucking look like Mega Mind. If you are, I'm never wearing a head wrap again in my life. Okay. Right now. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, I should have just went back to sleep. Um, <laughs> if you guys believe that I look like Mega Mind, comment yes below. Um, I look like Mega Mind in an itchy Miyagi. Um, so literally. Same. All in all, what I'm trying to say, I can't, I'm sorry, y'all. It's just, I just had to roast myself for somebody else got my ass in the next few years when we famous. <laughs> anyway, so, because what the internet is not fitting to do is come back at me. I'll clap at me first, F y'all. So, so that's my thing. You got you to gotta believe that you deserve certain things. It's just like you go into an interview. Okay, you may have gotten all the education and experience there is for that job. You go in stuttering and sounding unsure of yourself. They don't want you behind a desk. They don't want you face-to-face with clients or anything else. You sound unsure of yourself. Right. Sometimes you just got to fake it till you make it. Um, I'm going to get a little long-winded real quick. Funniest thing ever. I just finished watching um, Monday Cooley High. Just catching up on it. That's exactly what happened with Homeboy. He kept going after that girl. Going after her. Going after her. She was swerving the hell out of him. He was going to give it all he had. Finally, when he had a chance alone and saw the book in her hand, he was like, aha, gotcha, bitch. You read poetry and I write poetry. You have to believe you deserve it. He, he, he literally traded up. It's messed up. But he traded up. Why? Because confidence is key. Yeah. No, I mean, I dig it. I mean, ultimately, what I was talking about, though, is where are you where you need to be uh, emotionally and psychologically? Uh, mm, as, as far gotcha. as, yeah, as far as, you know, uh, the other areas in life in which we try to achieve greatness, oftentimes <laughs> you team up with a person and achieve that greatness, right? Yeah. But are you ready for that type of relationship? You know, are you emotionally ready? Can you deal with everything that this person comes with, right? So that's kind of what I meant, you know, as far as are you where you need to be and are you emotionally and psychologically ready? And oftentimes we, right. choose, a, we choose a person when we're not. And then we figure out later that I fucked up. This is not who I'm supposed to be with. You know. I feel like people who struggle with having friendships shouldn't get into relationships. 
because it gets no more, it doesn't get any more intimate than a friendship to start. And if you can't handle hearing the truth from a bitch that's got your back, you darn sure shouldn't be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, oof, so I want to piggyback off of what Mike said about Prince. Prince did make up, uh, you know, a good, like we we had a good conversation with him, and he said when a woman, just her pure essence, you know, walking into a room, you know, if she can behold and understand that part of her, just that pureness of you know what we hold, then you know she she rules the world. She rules the world. She understands. She gets it. She knows that you know everything's at the tip of her fingertips, and when I began to appreciate and love myself, and that, that's what the biggest thing is, when you start to understand and love yourself, you start to want more. You start to understand your, your pure essence. You understand what you hold. And once you understand that, your confidence in that level, you begin to know what it is that you deserve. And when you, do, when you know what you deserve, you start to pick the right person and that is really a big thing and and at that point in time you just unapologetically you know you're able to just you know get what you what what you want you get to have the happiness and you get to have that that significant other that will compliment you and be your everything that you need and um but do you become left do you become less superficial in that though you know what i'm saying so, you know, I often, I often say that most times people don't change our list, you know, from the time that we're in our 20s to the time that we're in our 30s and then to the time that we're in our 40s. In your 30s, are you still using the same checklist that you used in your 20s as far as what you want in a, oh, in a man? No. I right? have to admit oh, that yeah. my checklist has, I, I mean, you might as well say that I ripped it up into little tiny shreds and threw it the fuck out the window because mm. right. if you want to go back to my little high school age i wanted six five with light skin and buff and yeah he had to be making money he had to be grossing this much and it, it had to be a whole thing it my checklist went dwindled and dwindled and dwindled but at the same time i again learned as i gone through those steps in life that it's not about the looks it's not about you know, all those super, superficial things, it's about who can compliment me in the right way, who can add value to my life. And once I started to realize who would add value to my life, then I started to be able to pinpoint what I want, you know, and what I need, not what I want. Because sometimes, sometimes what you need is not exactly what you would expect it to be what you want, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. Interestingly enough, um, when I went through my separation and my divorce, I found, and I wish I could find him again. I got to see if I could look for him. But he was a psychiatrist that focused mainly on um, narcissists and how to detect a narcissist, how to, um, you know, how to handle being near a narcissistic individual. So between that and one incident with a narcissist that I had uh, directly after my separation, I was like, okay, now I was able to also start studying 
to learn the signs of when I was walking into a toxic situation. You know, it's so funny. I was, I was literally just laughing about it last night and I was told like, listen, you could spot, you could spot a married man a mile away. I kid you not. I can spot a married man a mile away on the smallest things. I had one who was in my inbox. Everything seemed perfectly normal. Everything was cool. He's like, oh, I'm getting in the shower. I want to call you. And I'm like, okay, cool. So dude calls me, dead silent. I'm like, you're not talking at all. You're married. Just that fast. You have to start paying attention to the little signs, things that you didn't pay attention to when you were so, and here's the big part, when you were so eager to find love that you didn't pay attention to everything going on around you right? that's blatantly in your face saying, listen, this is a stop sign. This is where you stop. But instead you're like, no, I should keep pushing for it. I got to fight for it. Fight for what? you haven't invested in this and they have not invested in you. Mm-hmm. And that's the interesting part. Like, what, what are you fighting for? You know? And I learned that the hard way coming out of my marriage. Um, last night I was talking about it ironically. And I said, listen, it wasn't everything that went on in the eight year span of my marriage that caused me to leave and be like, you know, get money F these dudes out here. It was the person that followed directly after that caused me to be like, oh, this is how you guys are playing out here? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. And, is that who um, you were just referring to? A married gentleman? Or was it somebody else, the person who followed after? It's a different person. Uh-huh. But come to find out, they knew that I was coming out of my marriage. I was separating and um, filing for divorce and everything. And we had been dealing with each other for like nine months. And... One day I was like, yo, something is just not adding up. Even though every time I call you, you're available, something in my spirit is telling me this isn't right. Something's not right. Something's not right. So I started looking. And when I tell you I researched, I researched. This dude was a whole face-to-face catfish, a married pastor, had used a different name. His real name was so horrible that I am so mad that that's even on my body count. That's how bad his first name is. Yeah. I will tell y'all that name personally later so y'all can <laughs> laugh without the world laughing at me. Yeah, and it got so bad that I spoke to his wife. Um, the first question she asked was, was I pregnant? And I'm like, why would that wow. even be a question? That's weird. What, what are you guys talking about? Same wow. thing to him. And I'm like, I'm not pregnant. I just want you to know what's going on so that you can be safe. And her response was, you know, she had four children at home. The youngest one was diabetic. He was the money maker. She worked at a daycare. She didn't feel like she had the ability to leave that situation. And I'm like, sweetie, you're really putting yourself at risk because this guy doesn't have any regard. Well, I walked away from the situation, not my marriage, not my monkey, not my circus. And later down the line in around June or July, I decided to be nosy and go to his Facebook page. And there was a picture of him with 12 kids as young as toddler. Damn. He only had four with his wife. Wow. So I really hope and pray that she has not gotten burned that she doesn't have anything she can't get rid of. I understand what it feels like to feel like you're in a bad situation, but guess what, sweetie? Something about you keeps allowing you to uh, 
withstand that kind of abuse. Mm -hmm. And if he's that fucked up, then you must be too. Because you're loving it. Loving it. I think oftentimes, Um, though, when we come out of relationships, that's like the worst time, especially long-term relationships, that's like the worst time to be open to a new relationship, right? Because you're you're discombobulated. You know what I'm saying? You're reeling from a loss. And you're not thinking clearly. You're not seeing clearly. You know, somebody, a male friend who's very dear to me, uh, you know, was in a bad relationship or, or let's say a bad marriage. And uh, as he was coming out of this this bad marriage, he kind of cleaved to the first woman who piqued his interest sexually. Mm-hmm. And I told him at the time, this is not what you want. You know, don't. We never listen, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's always uh, the hard uh, way. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, you don't listen, but. And then oftentimes, sometimes you got to, all you do is say, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. But, you know, you, you, you back up and you let them experience it. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can see it when you're, when you're outside of something, you can see it so clear. And unfortunately, you know, the worst time to me, uh, it, and once again, you're, you're really going after or accepting where you're at because you are broken at that point. If you're coming out of a long-term relationship, you are trying to piece things back together. And oftentimes the person that you get right after that is not the best person. You call that what it is. If we're going to have sex, we're going to have sex, right? Because my judgment is off. And by the time I put me back together again, if you're still around, if you are a good person, if you are that person, then maybe we have something thereafter. But right now, nah, this is not what that is. And I would, right. I would press upon anybody to, to look at things that way. It's so easy to be taken advantage of, though, because you still have the mindset of a spouse. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you're so going in that, with wifey or hubby materials. like. Yeah. At that point, I would have to say, like, going from experience, uh, when I was coming out of, uh, when I knew that at the point where I was at with my marriage, I was done, like, completely, like, it just wasn't going to work anymore. I started to delve into things that, you know, I just wanted to feel a safe place. Like I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel comfortable, you know, cause I was so unsure of what, where I was at, you know, after being in a marriage for so long and being in a relationship for so long, you don't know who you are anymore. Like you don't know if you're going or coming what you're looking for, what you're not looking for, what is appealing, what is not appealing. And it became something where I was trying to find myself through other people. You know what I mean? I was accepting whatever they were giving me because it was, it was giving me some sense of understanding or some sense of fulfillment. But as I, you know, as I kept on going, I realized that not all things were good. Not all decisions were good. Not everything that I allowed in my life was okay. So I had to start to reevaluate how I wanted to assess the situation and start to really weed, weed out who I wanted to be there, who I didn't, who was good for me, who was not. And then start to find like a center for myself. You know what I mean? Like, a balance because I'm a Libra. I have to have balance in my life. And once I realized that there was, you know, not too many people that were creating that balance, I was still lost. I was still confused. 
I started to push, you know, push them away. No, you're not good for me. You're not good for me. This isn't going to work. I see this isn't going to be a good thing. I'm going to end up hurting you or you're going to hurt me. And I realized that, you know, it took, it just takes growth. It takes to understand which, where your path is, what you're looking for, what you want. You have to mentally prepare yourself because if you just go by, you know, your, you know, the, the superficial things, then you will stay in a bad place. But once you start to grow yourself and learn yourself and understand what you possess, you can start to, you know, focus and get in the right path and, 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 and target the right people. You know, interestingly enough for me, after that situation happened, I just wanted to have fun. I just wanted to date, you know, maybe have a hookup or two, nothing serious. One of the main reasons why is because it's like, you know what? I know what I bring to the table and you don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have fun. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to date, which I never dated in my 20s, you know, where you just get to know someone. I went on some hilarious dates, okay? I, I went on a date with a guy before we went to the movies, and this man started rolling a blunt behind two old ladies in front of us. I, I've been on crazy dates, and I'm like, I'm never calling you again. Like, you know, but that's where I got to. And that was because I said, look, I know I'm loving, I'm caring, I'm this and that and the third, mm-hmm. but there's nobody here that I think, I feel deserves to have that kind of beautiful energy put, mm-hmm. you know, put into them. And so, but then ironically, like you, cause when you know who you are, you can pick it up and put it down. So when it was like, okay, you know what? I kind of want to try a relationship again. And it take long because I knew that I had to be vulnerable or expose certain parts of myself so that that person could see that and know whether or not they felt they deserved it and um you know my first relationship out and ironically I was just talking to my ex-husband about that and I was like look I'm so happy about that because when you get divorced you want to know like where did I fall short Mm -hmm. and I feel like your first relationship out not when you're getting screwed over but an actual relationship you'll find out where your flaws are because you Mm -hmm. can't blame your your ex anymore. It can't be their fault. Just like when you move out and you move in by yourself, you're like, oh, I really didn't like washing dishes. Like, you find (laughs) out exactly who you are. You're like, my bad. I should probably apologize about that, but screw you. Like, literally. So it helped me understand what I still needed to work on and it helped me learn what I was no longer putting up with. Mm-hmm. You know, I handled toxic situations toxically because I'm like, if that's the energy you're bringing, I'm bringing it back and then I'm dumping you. Oh. So, you know, it, it showed me how much I'd grown in the process of the past to the present. Um, right. But even then, I mean, literally, I personally, for my personal life, feel like the most growth for me has happened in the last year, you know, the first two years, because it'll be three years in October since I've been divorced and it's been well over three years since I've been separated. But the first two years, there was a lot of resentment, a lot of bitterness, anger, you know, you're grieving, you're grieving something that you did not anticipate would ever end. It doesn't matter whether you're married or not. If you're in a relationship long-term, and you have to come out of that. You have to grieve that relationship. And part of it is also not accepting the truth, you know? So that's where all of that 
you know, go running here, there, or try to give your heart to someone new, you're grieving. It's a grieving process. Right. Um, and at some point you stop and you go, you know what? I want to just work on me. And then that's when you move through that stage. And moving through that stage is amazing because it's hard from my personal experience. It's frustrating because knowing that I don't have any tolerance, I have all the patients in the world and no tolerance. I've unfortunately had to let go of a lot of people that I was getting to know that I thought were really great people that had great potential. But I said, your potential Mm -hmm. is not going to be enough for me to build with you. I can't be with you because you could become a great man in five years. I need you to know you're a great man now and work towards that. And that's hard because it's like, damn, Mm -hmm. I want to be in love so bad. I want to be loved so bad, Mm -hmm. but I cannot settle because I know who I am now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's what you said was huge. Uh, and I'm a director to Don. Don, you can let me know what you think about this, right? But I think I think the biggest <laughs> problem that women run into is is you guys is very very nature. You are nurturers for the most part by nature, and I dig that about you. I love it. I, we won't go into it, but but the way y- y'all treated me that day, I had that I was down. I was like, what the? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you guys are you guys women are very nurturing, and I really dig that. But it's it's a blessing and a curse. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you, you see the roadkill, you see this little this man that is not ready. He's broken. And you feel mm-hmm. like I can breathe life back into him. He needs <clears throat> me. Right. That is the worst thing you can do. Honestly, it's the it's the absolute worst thing you can do. It is. Yeah, man. It is. Uh, yeah. Um, but it is. but, but you, you guys are you guys are you, sometimes you're you're victims of your nature. You know, uh-huh. and, and a lot and of times they feed into that. that. They love playing into yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of times, men, men love know that. that. Yeah, men, men know that, and and they will, they will definitely feed on that. Yeah, but, they know when they got a good woman. It don't mean that you're the right mm-hmm. good woman for them, but they're definitely going to take advantage oh, sure. of a good woman so they for can sure. get what they can get out of it. For sure. You know how many guys were just coming out of the hospital? Like, bro, so all of y'all got the same playbook. All of y'all got into the same car accident. All of y'all came Look, out of the same listen, hospital. While all y'all, y'all are like, playing, I got one of those messages before we jumped on this freaking thing. Someone's talking about, oh, I'm just getting out of the hospital again. I'm like. That's what they be using, for real. That is one of the lines. Literally sending you car accident pictures from, like, years ago. So that when you question it, it's like, wow, so you don't even really care about me. Wow, thanks for showing me who you really are. My mama been laid up in the hospital for 33 and a half months. 33 and a half months. I'm dead. Girl, somebody got cancer. Somebody, it's, yeah, it's always some traumatic thing. Your emotions so that you can be the bad guy when you don't want to talk to them. I mean, I think we all do that coming out of a relationship, especially as women. It's like our first reaction is not to fix ourselves or anything or to focus on ourselves. We just want to feel something, you know, we still want to feel loved. And you just feel so like, I just wasted my time. What the hell? So you jump Amen. into things and it's it's bad decisions. I know I've made some terrible decisions Ooh, coming out girl. of relationships. And when I and, look back on it now, like, oh, I don't know and what I was. All my terrible decisions. Even- 
just bad decisions. It's just bad judgment. It's just like at that time, it's just whatever makes you feel. Well, we respond emotionally. That's why we do this because women are emotional by nature. Mm -hmm. We're not responding rationally. It's emotionally that we respond. Yeah. I know it's like I can take myself out of a lot of whether it's a friendship or whatever and I can evade but once my feelings are involved with a man oh no I'm a yeah. rational hell and I know That's it true. I know it like it's That's like watching true. a movie like I can see me making all these mistakes and the other person's side of my head is going oh no don't do that don't do that <laughs> it's, like, it's like too late bitch I done did it like well, uh, <laughs> for people that watch this that are my friends and family and you guys y'all probably don't even know this but I cry a lot but nobody's gonna know that if I don't have feelings for them I'll literally be like, exactly. I ain't no bitch. And like, I'm good. Like, I will not show any emotion. But no, let me actually cry, open up I am really somebody. hurt and I must trust you because I'd be damned. <laughs> but I won't do it. But I and loved all true. my horrible decisions. I do want to say that. Thanks to all my horrible decisions since my divorce. But you know I what? The horrible, you. You're a real the horrible one. decisions help you appreciate the next person. You know what I mean? Because it's like... I would have never done this right. if I had this in my life originally, but it just helps you appreciate, like, it really does. It helps you appreciate where you're going in life because it's like, oh, shit, I really did that. But, damn, I know because this person has came and breathed life into me, became, you know, somebody that really cared, you showed me, oh, you didn't need that. That was just extra. You know what I mean? Right. That wasn't something you needed to feel complete. You know what I mean? Like you, you were just seeking something that you, you know, you thought was okay. But right now, that's you know so beautiful, I mean? Ash. I just wanted to do bad things. So I to all my bad things, I thank you. I thank you to um, all my bad things. Y'all are real ones. We gotta find ourselves again y'all. after a relationship. Because right, exactly. Women, we all have to find us first. Yeah. I can Mike, what was your question? One, one I want to know what that man, triggering man. question was. Warn, uh, well, let me let me speak to what you guys just said though. Warn the good one though. You know what I'm saying? When y'all just out making dumb decisions, doing oh, bad yeah. shit, and y'all know it. Oh yeah. Warn the good one because once again, you're still going to attract. I you know, good you, you're, you're beautiful women. I know. Like right right? Now, I'm telling everybody like I'm not what you want. I'm yeah. not a good woman right now yeah, because I'm me. not ready for a relationship. So this this is not what you want. If you yeah. want a relationship, I am not it. Then that's what make sure you make sure you telling it. And not only are I'm you telling him that sure with your I've mouth. I said that enough on but my sure, IG and everything too. Make so. sure your movement though is is, is oh, yeah. in step fluent with, with it. your mm-hmm. with your with your words as well. So make sure because there's gonna be some good guys that approach you. You're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck them up. You're going to fuck up opportunities yeah. if you don't, well, you know, say, hey. Get involved with anybody because I would be terrible right for someone right now. Yeah. But I'm you know what's unfortunate, now. too, which is so ironic? Like Ash said um, some time back, we make these rules, right? And so I am not following any of the rules I made. And so there were so many guys, and to those ones that I said, I apologize, but I'm not sorry. Um, and my rules, you couldn't be below a certain age. Mm-hmm. You had to have kids. You had to have been married or been in a long-term relationship. I had all these crazy rules, right? I'm never having any more kids. I'm never doing this. I'm never doing that. Mm-hmm. And so when they would reach out, I'd be like, no, you don't have any kids. I'm not interested. No, you don't have this. I'm not interested. Like literally, because I'm like, oh, I just want a blended family, blah, blah, blah. 
unbeknownst to me, the person I would end up with did not meet any of those qualifications, but they spoke in, they spoke to my soul. There you go. There was no surface attraction. Mm-hmm. Not that they're ugly, but the, the attraction for them was not at a surface level. Yeah. They put in the work, they put in the time, and they made sure that I felt safe exactly. and secure in my relationship with them in spite of whatever was going on or whatever mistakes would be made. And that's the interesting part. People, not just men, want things or as well. But how are you, like you said, Mike, moving in the direction to ascertain that very thing you want? Mm-hmm. You know, how, what is your energy like? Because I think that's really where the question comes from in the beginning of, do you, are you what you attract? What mm-hmm. is your energy what, mm-hmm. what are you putting out there in the world? You know, I've seen some unfortunate situations where good people have missed great opportunities because they did not put out the right energy in, in, in their actions, in their walk, yeah. you know? And the same thing comes along with relationships. You can tell me that you want me. That's so dope. Step one. You still have 2,354.5236 steps left. Girl. What else? You get what I'm saying? That That's cool. He told me that too. And that other guy did. And then that bad bitch did. What else do you have? That's that's not going, that's a surface level thing. You're not interested in getting to know me. And I and, right. and for guys that do this, please stop doing this. We don't care when you ask us how our kids are doing. We were never tight. I never dated you. You never bought my kid Little Caesars. Stop it. Like, stop. I get that a lot, too. How the little ones. Oh, how's your daughter? Oh, how's your kid? And you're like, you don't know her. Why are you even asking? You're not tapping into something. It's so superficial. And I have to piggyback off of what AJ was saying. It's so dope whenever, you know what I mean, you're trying to date. Because that's a real thing. People need to understand you're allowed to date in the world. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to just because somebody says you're pretty or because somebody asks about your kids or that you just, oh, that's the person for you. No, you're allowed to date. Get to know other people. Get to, you know what I mean, at one time. But it's everything when you find that person that is able to go the, the step above. You know what I mean? They're not just telling you you're beautiful. They're not just feeding you the, bull, the superficial bullcrap. They're actually getting to know you, getting to understand your flaws, getting to know your your darkest secrets, getting to want to hear everything that exists in your life that will be, you know, what your ups, your downs, your in-betweens. That's the person that you really just didn't do. Not just because somebody's like, oh, how's your kids? Or or even because they send them a little pizza. You know what I mean? Like you have to get to know somebody wholeheartedly. And then once you can get somebody in your life that knows you wholeheartedly, accepts your flaws, accepts what you got going on, gets to know you better, then that's when you can start building beyond, you know, the superficial stuff. You know, everybody yeah. out here running around thinking as soon as somebody tells you you're beautiful, that you you're now dating like that's not how that works like we just because we're getting to know each other does not mean that we are together just because we're getting to know each other does not mean 
that I have chosen you. You are not the chosen one. You have to go beyond that. You know what I mean? You have to want to get to know me wholeheartedly, get to know who the who the real me is. And when you right. find that person that wants to get to know who the real you is and accepts you for the real you and can and y'all can be unconditionally acceptable to each other, then that's when you can proceed to grow and to understand each other and to love just that moment, those moments together because you know you can be authentically you you know you can you can be the right person because you don't have to sugarcoat it you don't have to shade it you don't have to make it you know some something that it's not and that's what people don't understand you have to be able to find that person that you can be a hundred percent you too you have to recognize when someone is learning your love language or gaslighting you and there is there's, oh there's a difference and yeah. the outcome will be very painful if you don't recognize that they're gaslighting you that's why men stop throwing your money in front of the conversation oh let me take you here let me take you there and women stop telling men your past only thing you're doing is allowing narcissists to gaslight you that's true <laughs> me yeah. and don just talked about that what yesterday Interesting. So give me, give me, give me the example though, uh, of not telling your man your past. Give me, give me a brief example. Okay. So a prime example of not telling somebody your past out the door, they don't need to know that your daddy left your mama when you were 12 and the boy around the corner touched you at 14 and then your first boyfriend you had at 17 hit you and then you got pregnant at 21 and he left you. There's gotta be some times where you just leave that alone and wait to see if one, he's even emotionally capable enough of helping you lick those damn wounds. You don't even know if this man is, is helpful or not. You done given him the entire blueprint to break your heart. Yeah. Those See, are those are iron don't tell him what you're looking for. Absolutely. Yeah, don't tell a man what you're looking for. Let him figure it out and talk to me and see if we vibe or not. Yeah. I can ask that exactly. on a daily. Every time I ask questions on my story, someone wants to know what kind of man I like. What are you looking for in a man? And I tell them every time I will not answer that question. I will not. Yeah, please just be you. Become everything I said I just wanted. Exactly. Exactly. What did you just say, Mike? You just you just said something hella deep, and then it left me as soon as you said it. Well, I, we were talking I, about I, the narcissist. You just said something hella deep, and I was about to be like, "Say it louder for the bitches in the back." <laughs> and then I don't know. I we have to run it. We have to run it back. We have to run tape. We have to run run tape. But but I, but I'll definitely say you know to to ladies you know on a serious tip you know I'm I'm usually jovial comic comical but realistically man this is this is serious talk serious conversation. And, and I, I think that women should know because I have so many daughters and I think it's important that they know that, you know, I don't care where a man is in life, right? If men is your thing, if women is your thing, I can't speak to it. But where a man is in life, I don't care where he is financially in life, right? What I'm looking at and what you should look at is is he able to reciprocate the same energy that you're giving him on a consistent basis period right if he's able to reciprocate that same energy to you on a regular basis so in other words this man may be struggling this man be may be working making eight nine dollars an hour right 
But if this man get up with you every day, make sure that you're taken care of, you're the first thing that he thinks about, you're the first person he's checking on, just like you're doing the exact same thing for him. If he's reciprocating that type of energy consistently, hey man, he's worthy of your space and time, right? If he's not, I don't care if he look like the dream man, his pants sag just right, all the tattoos is looking good. Bottom line is if he can't reciprocate that same type of energy, get rid of it. I mean, if you just, if you just out to, to get a nut and you want a nut buying, just make sure he covered up because you don't want to be stuck with a kid by the nut. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I would tell my daughter, you don't even want that. Keep it moving because he cannot reciprocate the energy that you're giving to him. He's not worthy, you know what I'm saying, of what you hold. He's not worthy of what it is that you're willing, willing to give. So just keep it moving. I mean, but I have to say at the same time, you that's a great point, but that's always not it. Because again, I've come across so many people and and now that I'm I'm tunnel uh like I'm giving this aura, this energy off, I get a lot of people that wanna do exactly that. They wanna reach out, you know what I mean? They're checking on you in the morning, they're checking on you in between time and it's not that i don't appreciate that stuff it's just like i said if i'm not in that right space i don't want to be the one that you consider to be the disrespectful or rude one because i'm not giving off that same energy or i'm not accepting that as my you know what i mean my thing and then that's when it comes down to people will say oh you're you know you know we are um we're we're letting the good ones go or we're we're you know but right now it's just not the time or the place or where i'm looking for you know what i mean but the key because word in what i said was reciprocate though yeah that was the key word right so that means that you're giving something you're willing to give something <clears throat> right so if you're willing to give him that type of energy he need to be mm -hmm. able to get that back to you consistently if you're yeah. not giving anything then most definitely you know thank you but no thank you keep it moving but if, if you're Facts. trying to give him that energy, he should be able to reciprocate that back to you. Let's see, Dick Gregory said something very, Dick, sorry, did you want to go, Ash? No, I was just going to ask Mike, because he's a man, he's the only man on here. What mm -hmm. do you do with, what do you do whenever you're telling those people, I mean, and they're not bad people, they're not disrespectful people, they're just not it's just not the time you know what i mean it's not the place i'm not interested it's not the thing that i'm looking for and i don't want to become the person that they're running around here talking about like oh she's superficial or oh she's lost in the brain you know what i mean lost because she doesn't understand what a good man is and you know like that's not what it is it's just i'm not there that's not the space i'm in i <clears throat> if any offering of myself it would be to somebody that can understand me wholeheartedly and right now i'm not willing to give you that so well my question to you is when you when you let them know you give them your honesty listen i'm not there right now i'm i'm doing some other things right now i'm not on that what do they say? What 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 do they come? What what do they say after that? It's more. It's it's like the continuous thing. It's just it keeps on going. You know what I mean? They, okay. they hear you. They reciprocate that. They understand. They'll say like, "I understand. I just, you know, maybe it's not my time." But you know, but then they'll 
continue to come, you know, with the same mm-hmm. thing. But I, I think you're too nice. You have to learn to just stop. Yeah. There's got to come a point where you literally just stop say, talking. Like at some point, people. you can't keep being nice. You can't keep doing it. it because yeah, what happens true. is it make it gives them hope again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you literally, if you say something, you have to stand by it and let it be done. Yeah. Like all the hearing is, I have a yeah. chance. So I got to so be persistent. Part is, I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. I'm dead ass going to leave it alone because I get <laughs> that point. And I, and I totally wholeheartedly get it. But where I'm yeah. at and feel that I am. It, it just it's not that cookie cutter because there's so it's not that easy yeah when you're moving around yeah it's yeah. like i have to work with a lot of people i have to engage with a lot of people and whenever you start to put certain barriers up then the lines get crossed it's like yeah. you can't We've keep this, this over really here. Difficult. i don't know how you deal with this. it because but, i'm already of it but ultimately right, though just but, from a male perspective i, mean, again, I appreciate the is, truth right if you tell me the truth off the rip i appreciate the truth but understand each of you three women are bosses you know what i'm saying at the at the end of the day each one of you guys you know are you know sit on the board of uh, a a tremendous entity right now right so if you're a boss sometimes you got to move like a boss moves in other words you're going to have to give them the hard no sometimes right and when you give them the hard no they're going to have to continue to work with you and understand this is going to have to be a professional (laughs) relationship Absolutely. I can make you money. You can make mm-hmm. me money. We're going to have mm-hmm. to move, you know, move as professionals. If we cannot, unfortunately, move as professionals, then you go that direction. <laughs> I go this direction. You see what I'm saying? But you just move like a boss move. You can, you can, you can finesse them in the beginning if that's what you feel like you want to do. But ultimately, mm-hmm. if they can't accept that truth, you're just going to have to... They have to go. Yeah, you're just going to have to tell them, tell them what it is. You and know, you, and you can literally just say it. I've had... A, I, you know, I would love to go into too detail, but I can't go into too much to the point where I said, listen, you're, you have a whole situation that wouldn't be smart for you. That does not benefit me. Let's keep this strictly business and professional. We don't need to go down that route. Now, if, later down the line, if I have a conversation, they want to say I was pretty or so on and so forth. LOL, you were not. And that's it. There's no need to entertain someone's energy when you already know what the energy is sometimes you just gotta be like listen i really respect you as an individual but if you keep pushing up in this manner we cannot work together so i need you to make that decision got you boo. you're not all gonna be liked by everybody that happens a lot though like she's working with photographers and even other models guess what say that word again was that that to their advantage and you don't want that singular was that singular or plural I get what you're saying because I'm saying so depending on the photographer, multiple. depending on the individual, start looking at the situation to see how much you gain from that, that and go from there. Yeah. No, it's almost every single one that you deal with. Yeah, but go, but you have to gauge it because, like you right. said, almost every I'm single gonna, one. I'm gonna keep it hundred percent honest with all y'all right now. You want to know why I haven't had a photo shoot right now? Because that's what every single one of them does, and my mouth is not gonna let it happen. I'm never gonna have a photo shoot because I'm gonna snap on them folks. Ash, I'm a I'm a I'm a slide down real quick. Um, real, <laughs> I'm not doing this to her. What I'm saying is, once you've used, once you have networked in the way that that benefits you, move forward. Nowhere but up. That's all I'm saying. If somebody's not gonna respect what it is you're trying to say, what you're trying to do in that industry, 
do what it is you have mm. to do and move the hell on. Yeah. Thank you for my portfolio. Be blessed. Yeah. What? I spoke to you. I explained to you this wasn't going to work if you kept pushing up on me. You yeah. didn't listen. Thank you for the portfolio. Be blessed. Right. And then, Don, the way you move, you should just go Message. into it. You know, listen, I offer this, 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 and this. I have 100K plus followers. Your name will be seen by this many people. I'm associated with this many plus models. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of times what people, if you're, if you're trying to get photos for free, you know what I'm saying? What people assume is, okay, well, I'm giving you free photos. I, I should get some, right? But you let them know. You, you, you let them up front. Give them, give them analytics at the, from the gate. This is what I offer, nothing more, right? Can we do business? And if you're doing that and they're still, <laughs> they're still acting that way, then yeah, you definitely mm -hmm. want to change the pool of photographers that you're fishing in, for sure. And honestly, I just think, honestly, Don, I just think you and Ash are really nice people compared to me. You guys have beautiful spirits, but then you also show it on the outside and I just keep it on the inside. Um, so I hear you, you say you want to swear that you swear at people, but you never flat out be like, Hey, real quick. I'm a bitch. I, that's me. I say that. Oh, yes, so I people am. be like, Oh, what she did was mad mean, but she did tell me she was mean. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe you should just let them know, listen. So this is what I'm looking into. Like Mike said, and then be like, heads up. I'm mean. So if you come for me, you're going to be embarrassed. I'd say that. Hello, well, smiley face. <laughs> That's it. I like, say that to people, though. Do I you really? really? Yes. I promise you. I promise. We can keep on going with this forever. We might have to have a podcast on it because this is a real thing. But again, we're going to go ahead and move on. And everybody that wants to do a photo, she wants you to pretty much be naked. Like, why? Because hmm. the body is a beautiful thing. I love, I love admiring people's beauty. Literally, and I'm not saying that in a naked sense. I mean, like when beautiful people walk by me, I will tell them they're beautiful or their smile is beautiful, everything. I like watching people. That's true. Yeah. I don't have anything else to contribute to this episode, you guys. Um, I apologize for looking like Mega Mind tonight. Uh, I feel ashamed, but I really think that this was a good episode. If you guys made it to the end of it, thank you so much. Like I would say, every time, comments, we will reply to those comments on our you say, we say. And if anyone else has anything else, I'll get up out the way. Only thing I got is, man, I, I'm going to try to say this every episode. Man, stop lying. <laughs> don't lie to these women. That's your tagline. Man, man, stop lying. Tagline. You don't have to. I mean, if you a man who's worth your salt and you, you bring in a lot to the table, you're not looking for a fucking place to say stay. Because at that point, you're a fucking little boy. So maybe y'all got to lie. But men, we speak the same fucking language. Stop lying, man. Don't lie. You, you got a lot to fucking, fucking offer. Tell her the truth. Hey, listen, this is my situation, right? And tell her, hey, look, I will never lie to you. This is my situation. They would get so much further if hey, they just you would be It hurts, surprised. but at least it's the truth. You would be surprised how many women say, okay. And they'll stay. We can continue this conversation. I'm willing to see where this goes. Yeah, at least see you know what, what I'm happens. saying. Stop lying, man. But if you if you, you if you have something to offer, oh. stop lying. Right? If you're a little you're boy milk. and you're just looking for a place to play your new PlayStation Five or somebody to get you the PlayStation Five, I understand why you lying. I get it. But if you a man and you you know you got a lot to offer, bro, 
do not lie to these women no more. You don't have to. These women are more sophisticated now than what you give them credit for. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. You guys have a beautiful night. Stay blessed. Be blessed. And we'll see you next time. Bye. All right. Peace.